0: Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm Youngmi Mayer.
1: And I'm Brian Park.
0: Uh, This week, um, we're recording this, today is Friday? Friday. I don't don't even remember. Well, So we are recording this right after the Atlanta shootings. Yeah. Um, And it's kind of a serious uh, topic that we wanted to talk about. So we're skipping the Patreon shout outs today because they tend to be just doesn't seem appropriate at this moment but um thank you all of you that subscribe to our patreon i just feel like this week has been really hard for asians and i just want to say that i am so uh, proud and honored to have listeners um and i'm so happy to be doing this podcast with you, Brian, because um, it's so important to me and I'm just so thankful for everyone that's reached out and we really care about all of our listeners and all of your stories. And I just wanted to say... I'm so thankful to those people that have reached out to me with stories about their family members who are sex workers because I know it's really embarrassing for some people in our community and it's something that's very hard to talk about. And I just want to thank you for messaging me. It's really made me feel a lot less alone. Um, and I just wanted to start by saying that.
1: Yeah, I I, I share the same sentiment as you, young me. Um, you know, in. In light of this tragedy, uh, I feel grateful that I get to work with you. And I'm really proud that we have been able to make this space that feels really safe for all of us. And I can be unabashedly Asian on it. And Mm -hmm. I'm feeling very grateful. And it's just been an incredibly uh, heavy heavy time and before we um, dive into it um, if you are looking for ways to educate yourself or organizations to donate to during this time you can go to our Instagram page at feeling Asian podcast and click on the link in bio you know through the help of activists uh, they've put together these wonderful social media cards that aggregate all of these resources and if you feel that there are certain organizations or uh, certain GoFundMe pages that have been overlooked, feel free to let us know and Youngmi and I will do our best to uh, use our platform to amplify those voices.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, this is an episode where Brian and I are going to be talking about how we are feeling um, about this. I have so many thoughts, Brian, and I am sort of confused by, I don't, I'm not trying to like put a value judgment on my emotions, but I'm sort of confused why this is, this has really, um, struck a nerve with me because I'm extremely upset about it. What, you know?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. 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 Um, I guess I'll start. So
0: okay. how are you feeling, Brian?
1: <laughs> I, I honestly, whenever when I read the news, I, I, I I couldn't sleep. I was just crying. And, you know, I didn't talk about this on the podcast yet because, uh, the episode wasn't, the timing didn't match up, but, um, I don't know. It's just been like a, a buildup of a lot of emotions that have just, uh, I've just been keeping inside of me because, There's just so many things, you know, Mm -hmm. I think the first thing that made me really sad is like, what the, I I think it it hits me really hard because I, I, it make it, it makes me think of my parents. Mm -hmm. These were just people who were trying to get by in this country. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to bother anyone. They work very hard and they're just trying to make ends meet and support a family and for them to lose their life in this manner is just so fucking tragic to me Mm -hmm. and just how unforgiving life can be sometimes. And it made me think about my own parents' experiences growing Mm -hmm. up in America Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up in America, but when they came to America, they worked incredibly long hours. They worked every single day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just fucking bullshit, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think it just hits very close because that—that—that that, that is our parents, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Just
1: work, like, just that... They're not trying to, like, they're... Yeah, and yeah it it just makes it yeah it just makes me really fucking sad and yeah um last you know last week i was on the subway i told this to you young me but oh yeah yep yeah i was verbally assaulted on the subway and mm-hmm. you know someone th- thought i was looking at them strangely basically what happened was this man like tripped over a grandma and everyone kind of looked at him Mm-hmm. and he singled me out and was like what are you looking at he started becoming a more agitated and was like what are you looking at you fucking chink and he was much larger than me and in that moment i had so much adrenaline pumping through me but i didn't want to do anything i was mm-hmm. scared and in those instances like we read about all of these instances of asian discrimination happening and I just, it just, I just buried it, you know, what yeah. am I supposed to do? I don't, what, if I go to the, they're not going to fucking do anything. Yeah. So I just have to carry it with me. And, um, yeah, but then reading this news and seeing what this happened, it was just like so many mixed emotions, you know, mm-hmm. The what I mentioned before, I'm like, this is just fucking like so fucking sad because, yeah, th- th- these are, <laughs> these are, uh, it's like, these, <laughs> th- these are our parents. These yeah. are people who are just trying to get by, mm-hmm. and in a twisted way, it wasn't a surprise. It all the of signs were th- all the signs were there. I there mean, hasn't, Ryan, we have to ta- chink b- last uh, week, <laughs> like you know? we've talked about how hurtful Donald Trump's rhetoric is, and how there's been a rise in uh, Asian directed violence yeah. and. Like, why does it, why does it have to take something like this for people to finally fucking wake up?
0: And they don't even fucking really care. Like, they're just like, well, like all these fucking white people posting their stupid comedy that, sketches.
1: That holy shit! limit I mean,
0: front facing comedy videos are hard to watch as is. But now I'm like, sis, you know, not only are you not fucking funny, but you're doing this little fucking song and dance today man, fuck yeah. those people. They don't give a fuck. And it's like, I mean, of course, Brian, you were called a chink last week. I remember when you told me that I was like, oh. and all summer long, people kept calling the restaurant I work at. Cause it has the word Chinese in it to the yeah. point where we drop the word Chinese in the name of the restaurant. And literally the next day, cause people were looking it up on the phone book, basically the next day it stopped.
1: <laughs> then just seeing the American media coverage of all of this is Such incredibly bullshit. infuriating. The event itself is what I cried. In the aftermath of all of that, that's when I started getting really upset, is just seeing uh-huh. how, you know, the Korean newspaper, Chosun Ilbo.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I don't even know why I'm a Amer- say pronouncing it, Chosun Ilbo. So they, a journalist for that newspaper, spoke to one of the survivors Yeah, who was a worker at the massage Mm -hmm. parlor. And Mm -hmm. she said that as the man was shooting, he was yelling, I am going to kill all the Asians. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And I read
0: the article in Korean.
1: Like, why is that not being reported in the American media? Why aren't they just translating it? What I fucking hate about American media, because this is a fucking bullshit-ass white supremacist country, is that they know... America knows it has a problem with racism, yeah. but they will do their best to cling on to any narrative that masks mm-hmm. the racism, blurs it, obfuscates it. They don't want to, uh, this country does not want to admit yeah. that it is racist. It's
0: so, so this, tiring.
1: Every so this, fucking so day. This bullshit ass sex addiction Narrative of the shooter yeah. and like he was like driven by God to eradicate all of these places of temptation and it's like Ew. dude those things aren't mutually exclusive you can be a fucking misogynist and you can also be a fucking racist which is what a lot of Asian women experience in this country because those two yep. are inseparable and, and
0: yeah and see this is the thing about the I know I talk a lot about this because I have people like I get it, like from both sides, like Asian men picking on Asian women for like being the being like sexually attractive to white men. The thing is, when white men have like an Asian fetish, it's not like being like I like you as a person. They're saying like I like you as an object, a fuckable object. It's not. It's not like it's not flattering at all.
1: You know what I mean? It's such fucking bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. and and then the other and what. You said before, <laughs> just seeing all of my white friends posting on social media, their stupid fucking bikini photos in Miami <laughs> or their fucking brunch. And I'm like, it must oh be my- pretty. And this is oh, what it must is be pretty, wrong with you, bro. It must be pretty fucking nice. To not have to feel the heaviness yeah. of being a person of color in this fucking country. It's... I'm, I'm fucking... Yeah. T- I'm, and you know what? In that moment when I experienced... When that guy called me a fucking chink on the subway. Yeah. I swallowed it. I held it down. <sighs> the thing I'm feeling more than anything is that I'm just fucking tired. Young me. Like, why is it on us to always have to be the bigger person? There's fucking... Clearly, there are... Deranged people in this country who are racist as fuck, and no matter how much you plead to them or explain mm-hmm. to them in their language that what they're doing is incorrect, if they're not mm-hmm. willing to budge, why is it on us to be take the high road? I'm fucking it's tiring
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's exhausting,
0: yeah, that sucks, I'm sorry. Sorry I laughed because uh, you were like why are all these white pe- white, <laughs> white friends in bikinis and I'm like you're really telling us a lot about the people you follow on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, um, I mean it,
1: it's it's honestly it's re- it's fucking repulsive. It's repulsive. It's
0: like what is wrong with you? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Even when the you know the Black Lives Matter protests when they were happening in the summer, it took the white people a few fucking days to ch- cool it with the fucking bikini photos.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: They were they were go- they were brunching it up for a few days, and then people were like, "Don't do this." <laughs> and then three <laughs> days later, they got the memo.
1: I, I know it's it's absurd, and I have certain friends who. Yeah. They love to post screenshots of Wong Kar Wai films. They love to post all of their sushi dinners. They love to post all of their favorite Asian fashion designers. But when this shit fucking goes down, silence.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. It's infuriating. I wanted to touch on um what you said about the parents thing. Yeah because that's one of the hardest things for me because i think all people who have immigrant parents um not not only asian immigrant parents but just anyone that has like a parent not even an immigrant if you have a parent that is that does low paying labor for work uh like social status low work you know which is all of us i mean it's us us too i don't know who else is listening but like That's a specific type of pain um, because there's so much humiliation and degradation in the work that they do. They are exploited by the American public and they are every day. Like if you um, if you have a parent that's, you know, or, or even if you do this kind of work, restaurant work, retail work, laundromat work, if you do sex work, um, if you're an Uber driver, you know what co- what comes with that. It's, it's, um, it's just condescending, humiliation, um, and extremely poor treatment by white people and wealthier people and people in a higher class. And yeah. um, psychologically, that is extremely damaging. But, you know, for us who have parents who've done that work, f- and they did that work for our benefit, to see them get degraded on a daily basis is really hard um but then um you after you know I made a post on Instagram about this like after somebody like that dies if they're murdered the you know the internet was full of people making jokes about them you know like the happy ending jokes and um Things like that. So it's like, not only is it a lifetime of humiliation and being looked down upon, but in death, there is no dignity for them. And the people making these jokes are fucking, you know, like whatever people who have no fucking idea what it feels like to like do work like that and get looked down on. And it's, it's, that for me was what was mostly painful. And Um, that's what makes me really sad because I feel like these women that were murdered I mm-hmm. know for a fact that their children and their families get made fun of because of what they what they did for work and it's like why why do we have to uh, look down on people who do this work that's like extremely hard and it's extremely valuable to our society like why are they the butt of the joke? And I think that's like a big, um, big reason why I was so upset. And yeah. I also want to say that it has opened up a lot of conversation about Asian people and how we are f- viewed in American society and how that's extremely different than what's what the reality is, because we're yeah. viewed as this model minority you know, with proximity to white people, wealthy, crazy rich Asians. But the truth is that the majority of Asian America, Asians that live in America are, you know, a lot of them live in poverty. A lot of them work these very low paying, very difficult jobs that other people are not doing. And they do it with so much dignity and they do it like, so all they do is quietly work and try hard so that they can create a better life for their families. And I think that's what's like really painful for a lot of us. It's just like, all you do is make fun of us. All you do is make fun of the happy ending and like the accents and like your delivery guy doesn't understand what you're saying over the fucking phone. Like that's a fucking joke, you know, in every fucking movie. Um, You like look down on the people that like put their lives in danger. You know, the fucking pandemic happened. They've blamed all of us for it for some fucking reason. But most of the people out on the streets doing essential work were like people of color. And then you're gonna fucking make kill us, and then make fun of make fun of us when we're dead. It's just like I can't. I literally, Brian. I'm like I can't even see straight right now. I'm so angry. It's like when does the fucking humiliation end? When do white people stop? Like, are they ever gonna stop? And it's not even just you know what I I feel really hopeful about right now. I feel like all of us. All of us are seeing what's really happening and I feel like it's really like pulling the communities together. I think people are really understanding now like what what this is really what this is really about. You know, I'm so angry and I know everyone's like really sad and angry, but I really hope that this is like this shows everyone what what's really happening here.
1: No, I I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. And I I really think that the classism conversation is like really important to have. I think as Asians, we should stop being ashamed of people that do this kind of labor. It's respectable and it's uh, dignified. And I think we should really uh, work on that. But, you know, I have to say that I've not seen one Asian person acting or saying something. I mean, obviously there are, but for the most part, everyone has been extremely respectable. And I, I feel like that's very, um, hopeful for me to see that. Um, I wanted, Oh, I, wa- I also wanted to touch on something really quick. Um, mm-hmm. just about like sex work in general. Cause it does become like the butt of the joke. I, I did say on my Instagram that I have had, I have participated in sex work and yeah. I, you know, I've, been telling Brian about this for a while because I wanted to say it on the podcast because I'm not like embarrassed of it and I don't think it's, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it whatsoever, but I think we, we should have this conversation about how us as a society in America and in the Asian communities think about and talk about Asian sex workers. Um, and hopefully that will start from this event. I I think we should be, you know, way more respectable than we have been. And, uh, really be proud of them as like amazing members of our communities because they are hard workers. And, you know, it's a lot of, um, people in our community that do this work.
1: When I read, uh, Randy Park's GoFundMe, Mm -hmm. he was the son of, um, Jung Kim, who, uh, was killed in the shooting. It made me tear up because I cried and... He, you know, he, he spoke about his mother in such a glowing light and he, she was a teacher in Korea mm-hmm. and she came to America and, uh, you know, it's hard. Surviving in any, like, it's just hard. Life is fucking hard. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she worked in this massage parlor and he described how she never admitted it, that she was working in a massage parlor. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, I work at a makeup parlor. That goes to show how, what you just described, that, like, the sacrifice that she has made for her children is limitless. Yeah. Like, even in that context, she's trying to, not only she's working her ass off to try to provide for her two sons, but she's also trying to, because like you said, in society, we have this reputation of Asians who work in massage parlors and yeah. it highlights just the lack of humanity that exists there because they're incredibly marginalized. They work mm-hmm. there oftentimes for nefarious through nefarious means they're either coerced or they're trafficked. That's yes. a huge fucking problem. Yeah. But for the most part, they're all just trying to survive and that's why yeah. that's what hit me particularly hard is that like she's she's a fucking human with a story and with mm-hmm. a with a family and with a background and just to think that there's people in this fucking country who see that kind of shit and just see them as like degrading sex objects, objects is mm-hmm. just fucking vile.
0: Yeah. Well there's a long history of Exploitation, sexual exploitation by American and white people um, of Asian women, and it's humiliating and embarrassing for a lot of Asian people. Which I, I personally don't. I think that they're victims, and I and I'm uh, in uh, in awe of them, but. But what ends up happening is that our Asian communities turn around and then are embarrassed by those people, those victims and just hardworking women and people that identify as women who are just like, who are just victims and they're just doing whatever they can to get by. And a lot of them, you're like you said, are trafficked. A lot of them are coerced and then they have to like lie about it to their family. And it's just like, I just, I hope that, um, I really hope that we, we stop stop making that a reality, you know?
1: What needs to what I hope comes from this is just a stronger sense of political activism that exists within our community. Yeah. You know, news stories love to sensationalize and write about how API voter turnout is relatively lower compared to other groups and mm-hmm. this is just a wake-up call. Collectively, we're all grieving. Mm -hmm. We see the fucking bullshit that's happening in this country. We've experienced Mm -hmm. it. We saw this was a slow burn across more than a year. We knew it was culminating to this. And now that it's finally fucking happened and you see how white people in this country don't actually give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. When six, when six Asian women are gunned down, and they can't even... Well, it's too early to know if it's a racially motivated hate crime.
0: Come it's a gaslighting. I can't stand it.
1: Come the fuck on. Don't f-
0: shut the fuck up. You know? Yeah. It's like every time... You know, I, I always see this happening with black people as well. Like, remember... I, I don't think I talked to you about... I talked to, like, Fumi... Fumi Abe about this and Mike. Yeah. Um, There was, like, this cop in the South that, like, they... He did some he did something fucking weird and they went to investigate and he had like these like uh like Nazi things on his in his garage and stuff and they're like, Mm -hmm. That's not that's not a swastika. And people were like, What? Like he he did something to like a black person. Yeah and then they were like, Oh, we're gonna investigate this man and and then they found a bunch of Nazi stuff in his house and they're like, That's just his old World War Two collection. It's like Bro, what the fuck? What the
1: can you we just- I literally shut? saw this happen with the captain of the county in Atlanta yeah. where he in Cherokee County where he's Captain Jay Baker and that police presser. Day. He had a really he was at the end of his rope and he had a really bad day and this is what happened.
0: I mean, what's it's there's so many layers <laughs> it's to fucking that. Fucking
1: laughable. That,
0: also, that man, I, I just want really, really to like, really like drill this point home. That man was a client of some of the massage parlors right that's the kind of person that asian women are having to like interact with it's not flattering when we get when we hear things like oh white guys want to fuck you it's not fucking flattering that these psychos are reducing us down to a fucking genitals do you know what i mean like yeah i i just like i don't understand how to like get that through to some people
1: fuck it's just been a hard couple days I still have to work. I'm still getting hit up by my boss on Slack. And I'm like, these fucking client deliverables can fucking, like, I don't wanna fucking do this.
0: Yeah. I feel the same way, I have to go to work. Who gives a shit?
1: Who gives a shit?
0: I had to go to work and I fucking, I like overheard some white people saying something mildly offensive. And I was like, bro, I am gonna, I'm gonna backhand this man. Can you for one fucking day, shut the fuck up white people? Can you say can you not be offensive for one fucking day? They literally can't. I know. Um. I, know. Uh, I feel like I had so much to say but now I'm just like I don't I don't remember any of it. I'm like blanking out. Yeah, that's okay.
1: I felt the same way too. I've had this like anxiety and we're just grieving. Yeah. You know. We're not as sharp and it's just been uh, just an emotional couple days and um i'm glad that i can at least have this outlet to talk about it because fuck all you know (laughs) you have your white friends who reach out to you and like are you okay just like all right you're fucking doing this just to (laughs) self-serve your white guilt like you don't (laughs) fucking mean it
0: (laughs) uh it did have this one story that I thought was interesting with like the regarding the classism thing. Mm -hmm. So Danny, my ex-husband Danny um, and I used to live in this like kind of fancy building when we were married. Yeah. And he was walking in the lobby Mm
1: -hmm. holding
0: like a takeout food bag. And this guy and this like guy sitting in the lobby, like wearing like workout gear was like, Hey, that's my food. Give it to me like that.
1: Jesus fucking Christ! And Danny,
0: Danny was like, "What? Like, what are you? What are you talking about?" And he was like, "That's my food. Like, I ordered food." He thought that Danny was a delivery guy. And Danny was like, "Dude, I live here. This is my food." And he and the guy was like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry, man. Like, ah, you know, I'm sorry. Like that. Like that." Yeah. And immediately, like, became super nice and like a sweet person. And I was like. Okay. The problem here is that you think you (laughs) thought it was okay to talk to him like that if he was a delivery driver. Right. And I feel like it's a big thing with race and class. It's like, Oh, are you the, are you that kind of Asian? Fuck you. Give me my fucking food. You know what I mean? And then he's like, Oh, Oh wait, no, no. You're like the, you're like the other kind, the rich kind, like, Oh, sorry, dude. Like that. You know,
1: they just have such a myopic view of the world where. Everything well, belongs this, to them, so. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. For you to what even kind, be in the same space. What kind of Asian space, are you? Yeah.
1: Like you can't. You clearly can't be at my level if Mm-mm. you're not a white person. So you must be a service worker. It's the only explanation. S-
0: sorry, I'm finding the humor in this because this is what Go I do ahead. when something hurts. But like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like literally that day, Danny was wearing like a thousand dollar hoodie, hoodie. Yeah. Like a Vetma hoodie, and I was like. <laughs> What, how stupid are you that you have you can't pick up on any fucking cues. But no. but here's the thing: I don't I don't even care that people are stupid because they always see Asian delivery people and they assume that every Asian is a delivery person. Right. I, I understand that's a mistake, but my issue with that incident was that he went from being like, Give me my fucking food, uh, to like, oh sorry, bro. Like the fact that people <laughs> think that they can treat a human being like that yeah, yeah. because they're like lower class. That's the fucking racism. And this is what I'm going to say right now. And I, and I know we've been like hating on these whites for doing their Instagram bikini photos. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say right now. This is all, all of the white people that I know. I'm not talking about some fucking racist guy in Atlanta. I'm talking about every fucking person that I know in fucking Manhattan in New York city. I've seen treat their drivers like shit, their food yeah. delivery people like shit, and then they're like, "Oh, what a fucking tragedy, bitch! What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> You're the one."
0: <laughs> anyway, it's like ugh, it's but, like. But young, but like young, way,
1: they they posted a an Instagram story that said hashtag Stop Asian Hate in good typography An
0: infographic
1: activism, activism done
0: 35 percent of the world sex workers right shut the fuck up shut the fuck up and why don't you treat asian people like human beings first and then we can talk about you being a good person shut the fuck up oh my god oh, the humor i was gonna say the humor is once somebody i was like danny was wearing a vet month sweater remember that Episode where I talk about I had to sell my Birkin. Like Danny once made a bunch of money on a deal and bought me a Birkin, yeah, and yeah. then I had to sell it to pay rent because I'm broke now. But, like, but once I was carrying the Birkin around, I was, car- I swear to God, I was carrying the fucking goddamn Birkin around, and somebody thought I was my son's nanny. Oh I was my like, god, bitch! Like I walked into this like mommy and me reading glass, but like, and they're like, oh, like, are you the nanny? And I was like.
1: Bitch! I will they ruin you.
0: They're so racist that they can't even see a Birkin. Like Asians can see a Birkin from like a mile away. It's like, look at that bitch carrying a Birkin! And like, white people can't even like you'll like drive up in a Porsche and then they'll be like, Do you want my change? It's like No Oh,
1: <laughs> oh my, my god. god.
0: They're so stupid.
1: Ugh, I mean no, we're getting we're hitting the jokes now. I mean <laughs> The fucking shooter drove a Hyundai.
0: <laughs> We're like, fuck you. But you know what? Thank you for supporting our people.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, so, it's laughable. <gasps> fuck? Because-
0: It's not. These, white, I mean, pe- these white people. No,
1: seriously, it's laughable because these white people- They're so in, lost. Clearly in this area, they're lost. They're fucking racist towards Asian people, any person of color. But Hyundai literally built a factory in Atlanta- they are doing so. They're doing the work to stimulate the local economy there. Where the fuck are you, do you think you are? Where do you, where do you think you're like? Ugh, it's ridiculous. It's own,
0: you know what you brought up. That's really important. It's the ownership. I own these women. These bodies. I own this. You're the person that brings me food to my fucking face.
1: On a on a funnier, <laughs> jokey note, my <laughs> I knew this shit was. I knew collectively as Asians, we were grieving because even my dad, even <laughs> my dad called me. Wow. My dad's not a very emotional person. My dad called me. He's like, how are you feeling? And I said, you know, I'm really Aww. sad about what happened. And my dad was like, you know, I read about it in the Korean news and it's just so unfortunate. And it's really like my, even my dad was like, it, 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 my, my heart is heavy thinking about these women. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa. This is how I know this shit cuts deep. And then I called my mom and I I was like, mom, how are you? And she's like, I'm fine. What about you? And I was like, I was so, I'm sad. I'm so sad. I can't stop crying. Uh And my mom was, and my mom was like, yeah, but that's life. I was like, Jesus Christ!
0: That is, that's the immigrant mentality. I was like,
1: immigrant mentality never, don't die. (laughs) There's levels to this shit. I'm
0: this. I mean, this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna say about because I, (laughs) I want to say this. Like, there's somebody in my family that also did sex work, and like, you know, I did it for a little bit. It's like this thing where we're like, yeah, it sucks. I gotta go suck some dicks now. I guess. (laughs) this is how this person in my family jokes. Like, yeah, has to suck a bunch of dicks, it sucked. Like, <laughs> but you know what? That's life.
1: Oh my that's God. That's life, man. Like, what are you crying?
0: Why are you crying? Just go you suck know, some dicks. But,
1: but that's the thing, though, is that- <laughs> <laughs> But that I is mean, the thing, though, is that we are laughing, but it is also tragic because it's just a testament to how much trauma and hardship that they've had to endure yeah. in order to protect themselves. But I respect because- them, yeah. You know,
0: but that's like a beautiful I feel like that's resiliency like to be yeah. to have to go through that and be like, so who gives a fuck, bro? I'm alive. You know, like, it's like <laughs> that's like that's why I love that's why I love like Asian people and I love all people that like come from like hard backgrounds because it's just yeah. like, what am I going to do? Cry about it. You know, like, it's yeah. kind of funny. And I feel like that's the <laughs> genesis of, like, even my humor. My humor comes from, like, the women in my family that were like that, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, this this episode is... There's not a lot of structure to it. We kind of just wanted to hop on to say what's been on our minds. And you should not have to explain or convince yourself that you're okay or that you feel normal because this, this has been a very, uh, tragic event. And with that comes grieving. And to Youngmi's point, some of us grieve in different ways. Some of us will make jokes to, to convince yourself that things are okay and you're resilient. But if you're not that type of person, that's totally okay too. And I know that collectively that we're all going through a really hard time and making this little episode is young me and I's way of just trying to help ourselves feel better. And if you're listening, we want to thank you. And um, yeah, and again, I'm really grateful to be able to do this work with you all.
0: Um, That was great, Brian. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, there's no wrong way to grieve and whatever you're feeling, don't feel bad about it. Yeah, we, I'm just, like I said in the beginning, I'm just so proud and honored to have all of you listen to our podcast. I feel like your messages really mean a lot to me and I try to get back to everyone um, that contacts me. If you have any thing that you want to say, um, feel free to DM me. I will most likely get back to you. Um, and thank you again for listening. Please subscribe to our Patreon at pa- patreon.com slash feeling Asian and follow our Instagram at feeling Asian podcast. And you can follow Brian where?
1: Uh, on social media at it's Brian Park.
0: And you can follow me at YM Mayor and Young Me Mayor on TikTok. We also have a podcast TikTok at Feeling Asian.
1: Great. Podcast. All right,
0: Thanks guys. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.